Hey, Nick. It's me, Keegan, your co-host um, of our new podcast that we're putting out tomorrow called The Keegan Dufty Hour, starring The Week Boys. Um, so this is just a rough draft um, I had for an idea of a theme song. Uh, I'm up for some constructive criticism. Uh, this is kind of it's pretty similar to Virginia Woolf just because it's stream of consciousness, so some would describe us in the same sentence. Um, tell me what you think. I'm going to play it pretty fast and probably mumble, so that's intentional. <clears throat> Open C. Keegan Dufty Hour. Keegan Dufty Hour. Starring us, the Week Boys. Turn your phone off, please, Keegan. This is a recording studio. Uh, sorry, that was my producer telling us that we're sick. It's us, Nick and Keegan, Keegan and Nick. As many of you know, we've entered the blog life. We both had the douchey haircuts. And now we're three weeks into another of the podcast. Um, we still live in Brooklyn, and we suck more than ever. We're despicable people. Yep. I'm doing uh, as much blogging as ever. And I'm doing some online research. And we're bringing you this podcast to recount some of our favorite news stories of the week. This week we're recording a little early for scheduling reasons. So usually we do all the events from a Thursday, Friday to a Thursday. This week we're doing Friday to today, which is Wednesday. Uh, Nick's fault. And we will catch up at some point. Either way, we are just trying to send you into the weekend while informed. That's something that we're doing out of the kindness of our hearts. So regardless of any mistake we make or how bad this is, you owe us forever. We change our schedules to accommodate you. Right. So uh, don't you're ours for an hour. This week's episode is brought to you by Wallbanger by Alice Clayton. The first night after Caroline moves into her fantastic new San Francisco apartment, she realizes she's gaining an intimate knowledge of her new neighbor's nocturnal adventures. Thanks to paper-thin walls and a guy's athletic prowess, she can hear not just his bed banging against the wall, but the ecstatic response of what seems as loud night after night goes by like an endless parade of women. And since Caroline is currently on a self-imposed dating hiatus and her neighbor is clearly lethally attractive to women, she finds her fantasies keep her awake even longer than the noise. So when the wall banging threatens to literally bounce her out of bed, Carolina, clad in sexual frustration in a pink baby doll nightie, confronts Simone Parker, her heard but never seen neighbor. The tension between them is as thick as the walls are thin and the results just as mixed. Suddenly, Caroline is finding that she may have discovered a whole new definition of neighborly. In a delicious mix of silly and steamy, Alice Clayton dishes out a hot and hilarious tale of exasperation at first sight. What do you think of that one, Nick? I love how much they focus on the details. Yeah, it's a very detailed novel. I like that it's it, it wouldn't happen with, like, the details are the most important part, right? Like, not right. like this wouldn't happen without the paper-thin walls. Right. If she wasn't being just bounced out of bed, do you think she would just... Sounds like her fantasies are, are great. Yeah. To, to a... Maybe to a person who could be a little more self-reliant, that would be enough. Right. When I hear you guys having sex through the paper-thin walls, it's you know, it's enough for me. I'm interested how much plot this one has. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. a lot. I mean, you know, is it going to be? A, is it a comedy? The one thing that I didn't like is she's wearing a pink 
baby doll nighty, and I don't think you should be able to call any lingerie like a baby. I agree. Unless it is indeed clothing for a baby. Yeah, and it's then it shouldn't be lingerie. Okay, well, I will agree to disagree. Uh, so what happened this week? A lot of stuff. Good stuff, too. People hate Chipotle's queso. They do. They do. And it's it's tough because Chipotle really amped up queso. And maybe we amped it up, but I think Chipotle amped it up. I, I could spend the rest of the podcast talking about queso and how much I dislike it. Mm, you don't so, like it. To me, this is just another, you know, axiom of my of my argument against against queso. Yeah. Like Chipotle does a lot of stuff well. Can't even do queso right. 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 That's so gross. That's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. And basically, it's like it was too grainy to start because they used all natural ingredients. I don't know why any cheese product should ever taste grainy, but it. Well, quick answer. I can't even imagine. I can't. I don't understand. Grainy what that cheese. Means. It's not it's a like you fucking... imagine you're eating brie on a beach. Gross. Yeah, I wouldn't want that either. I wouldn't yeah. pay money for that. Also, nothing is natural about queso. Okay, well, Chipotle, yes, that's true. They would disagree with their first recipe. But and they were wrong. They, they, changed, it. they also changed that recipe, and then they were psyched about it, but then people kept on asking them when they were going to change the recipe. No one noticed they changed it. So, Man. hate when that happens. What a mess. One E. coli breakout, you know, your whole brain right. falls it apart. It all falls apart. It's, it's a fucking mess. Uh, looks like we had a rich guy, had one... His house was burning down, his mansion was burning down, and he had the choice from firefighters to save one item from his house. He chooses the Christmas tree because it has so much sentimental value to his kids. And ruins rich people branding everywhere. Yeah. We clearly on this pod have a, have a real point of view on how we expect the uber-rich to act. Yeah. And it's miserly. Well, it, yeah, it doesn't even have to be miserly. It just has to be, you know, I don't know. You, again, save that for the rest of us. The rest of us... Our most prized possession will be our Christmas tree. Right. We're not looking for reasons to like the 1% more than we do now. Yeah. You know? Um, a woman, I, I actually did see this one also, a woman married her own mom because they just had so much chemistry and now they're going to jail. It's tough. It's yeah. It's tough, but at the same time, it's like, that's a big rule. You can't, you just can't marry your mom. I love my mom, but I wouldn't marry her. I, yeah, I love you, mom, again, but yeah, I wouldn't marry you. It would never work. It wouldn't work out. It's tough. It's like you go to a bar and you really hit it off with, in our case, a girl. And you find out she's a boyfriend. And that's just like, if you're a nice guy, you stop there. Yeah. It's like the same thing, except it's like if you're anybody, you stop when it's your mom. Right. There's not much to say about no, this one. Let's move on. Yeah. Citizen's arrest. It's true. Keegan, I love Citizen's arrest. I want you to talk about Citizen's That's fine. Arrest. Yeah, I love Citizen's arrest. I think it started as it was a really funny. I, I always tried to Citizen's arrest my friends when they. Uh, Your friends, me. You underage drink. That's true. That's true. Well, you 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 underage drink a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I placed you under several Citizen's arrest. Um, response time in Middletown, Connecticut, was very slow. That's where we went to college. Um, so you can thank them for the fact that you're still out of prison, but you surely cannot thank me. I get um, stabbed a lot more. Carson Wentz tears his ACL and continues the Kaepernick curse. Yeah. The, can you explain the Kaepernick curse? Sure. Just because I think it's I think it's true, and I think it's, it's brilliant. It's true. Yeah. It's, uh, you ever seen the movie Hercules? I have. Cool. Oh, well, have I seen Hercules? Oh, yeah. Have you, I mean, the world needs a hero. Yeah. Basically, uh, keep in mind the character of the fates who just cut the strings. Yep. Until Colin, Colin Kaepernick gets a job as a starting quarterback in the NFL, or dare I say it, even just on a team, yeah. the fates of NFL are going to continually cut the strings of promising young quarterbacks, and they will continue to tear their ACLs. I completely agree with this. Right. And even, even veteran quarterbacks. Rodgers is out. Rodgers is out. Right. Yeah. And like good quarterbacks are all going. And, right. and not just like, and it doesn't stop with, it's not just good quarterbacks, but it does not exclude good quarterbacks. I mean, look at uh, the Jets quarterback. 
Right. He could be done forever. He could be done forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, and people, people, quarterbacks are going to, they're going to start dying. Fix your heart, NFL owners. Fix right. your heart. Yeah. You know? It's the league is only going to get worse. Like yeah. it's, it's going to get to the point. This will happen until it is so obvious that the curse is real. And we're getting there. How many, we've had like an absurd number of season ending injuries yeah. to prolific quarterbacks. I don't think Andrew Luck has taken the field once. No, I love it. Right. The, Deshaun Watson this. is gone. I love this. Wentz is gone. Yeah. Others Rogers gone. Rogers is out. Right. McCown is out. Garoppolo's getting field action. Yeah. My big thing is that um, uh, as a Bears fan, this curse doesn't apply to me because if Mitchell Trubisky plays well, he's going to tear his ACL regardless of yeah. whether Colin Kaepernick is on the team or not. So this next one I, I hadn't actually seen. I'd love if you painted the picture here, although sure. it's pretty descriptive. Dad puts meth in his coffee and watches kids drink it. That ju- that's just, that was basically it. Was he trying to drink it himself and his kid like got a hold of it like a gun? Or no, he well like- he had two kids and both kids drink it and he was watching both of them. So I'm, my mind, my mind wanders to the fact that he just wanted to see what happens when the kid drank meth. And one of his kids started convulsing and the other one thought it tasted bad. So that's what happened when his kids I can imagine as a drug user, like who has children, like a fun drug user though. Like you, sure, you, you want to share. You would want, or you'd want to see what your like your fucking kids are like on drugs, right? I guess that's a fair way to spin it. I, the way I looked at it was that he's obviously not a very good dad, maybe a good friend, but not a good dad. I agree. And he's also not a very good meth head because it seems like he just wasted a bunch of meth. Yeah. There's also a story earlier in the year where people were putting meth in Halloween candy, and again. I don't know what it is about the drug that makes people just want to give it away. Want to share, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not. That's not one of the things I relate to. It's it. definitely not the stereotype of like meth makes you forget about everyone, but more meth. True. So I think we sharing is caring, and meth makes you want to share. Cocaine sort of seems like not. I don't have experience, but I've definitely been aggressively propositioned by people in bathrooms. Like, you want to do this with me right now? Yeah, I mean, I, the, my impression of it is people just love spending time in the bathrooms with their boys. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, tragedy struck in Florida. As a 25-foot inflatable Santa was tackled by teenage vagrants. This seems pretty industry standard, but another war on Christmas example, if you ask me. Uh, It's true, and let me tell you that war is ready to break out in the small town of where the fuck Florida over this. uh, How is that news? Right. I mean, the thing is, is my big point on this is how can you put out, you're allowed to be upset, but how can you put out an inflatable Santa? And not expect it to get tackled by teenagers. Yeah, I think I've tackled inflatable Santas like in people's yards. Of course, it's yeah. it's like the lion cub's first hunt. Right. You do it, you do it to prove yourself. You, like I don't know, you're a teenager. You suck. Like teenagers are horrible people. You just have to assume they're always going to do the worst, least explainable thing of all time. They do terrible things for no reason, and they don't know why. Yeah, I wish there was like a in print newspaper that just reports on like no real news other than. Teenage crimes. Teenage crimes in right. like rich suburbs. Yeah. Vandalization. Yeah. It's like almost like these kids don't have anything to do other than vandalize. Oh, wait. They have nothing other else to do. They haven't right. started drinking yet, so they attack Santa's. That's exactly what we did. The we best, went ice skating a couple times. The best description of this was the figure now lies limp and lifeless on the front lawn. <laughs> it's like, yes, it is lifeless because it is made of plastic. It's made of plastic. And it was, never had life. I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's great journalism. Yeah. We can't take away from it. That's true. You got Yeah, I and mean, that's another funny thing is to think about, like, those those journalists. Like, that's yeah. someone who's, like, a journalist is a writer by right. trade. Right. And that's the beat they get put on. Right. That's a rough, that's a rough go, so you got to really give it your all. And then you look at us, we would beg to be able to cover teenage oh, man. crimes. A break like that? Okay, we're yeah. on something. Don't take that idea. No yeah. one take that idea. That's ours. Um, a squirrel stole goods off of a New Jersey porch. Right, and again, this isn't really news, and what upset me the most about this is it was described as an obese squirrel. They immediately started attacking its appearance. That should be appearance. like the state flag of New Jersey. 
an obese squirrel. Yeah. That's Stealing a fair that's that's a fair argument. Yeah. It just is I don't know why you have to bring we don't do that with thieves. True. You know, right. a very fat thief. A very thief. fat thief, yeah. He was obese. It also was like the woman confessed to the squirrel being obese and then openly admitted her husband wasn't able to catch it. That's bad luck. In terms For of sure. dads, in terms of dad speed, yeah. rock bottom. You're like one of your biggest foes is at least in New Jersey, are squirrels. You yeah. Can't catch a fat one. I mean I grew up in yeah, growing up in Westchester and my dad who I think would he would admit himself, he's not like super handy or like a big outdoors guy he's not like always out there catching fish yeah. and doing his thing. it's just not his thing but I remember him catching mice with my little brother they made like, these little traps and caught mice right. that are in the house like you gotta be able to catch small animals so, so you put you put food outside that squirrel's gonna eat it yeah 100% and that's so, like sort of your right. responsibility as like suburban dad is like right, right. track down varmint yeah protect yeah. your home both teenage varmint and varmint varmint yeah not to gender the similar, thing, like, similar. Protect- I guess the lesson here is if you live in the suburbs there's, uh, there's shit you're gonna have to deal with right Teenagers and squirrels. It's like a whole thing, and this this is a tangent. Permission to go on a tangent? Permission granted. In Chappaqua, the rich white suburb that I'm from, there's a whole group called the Chappaqua Moms Facebook group, and I'll be brief, but they have like a incredible campaign against coyotes. Where like the coyotes are eating our dogs and our our tiny dogs and our cats. Wow. And they bitch about it and they write about it like what should we do about these coyotes as if that's not something that like has lived there for thousands of years. Right. And the thing you do about coyotes is you don't get a tiny dog. Right. Or you hunt it. Yeah or you hunt it. Or you I would love to see the Chapqua Mom's Facebook group taking group like Groupon hunting lessons. You, the, you should see the Chappaqua face, Moms Facebook group for a lot. I've of heard reasons. tell. Yeah, I've heard tell. But this is the one that pisses me off the most. It's like you have. This is where you live. If you don't want to, if you don't want to deal with the nature that you've already ruined yeah. there, like a coyote, right? Which is a cool animal, right? Eating your like Shih Tzu. Don't get a Shih Tzu. Don't kill the coyote. In Norwich, Vermont, the rich white suburb that I'm from, we're very diverse on this pod. Our dogs get eaten all the time. Yeah, and you guys don't bitch about it. Probably. It's a big bummer. Yeah, everyone's really sad. Yeah. But I don't know. You live in you live near the woods. Dogs get eaten. Yeah, that's that's the that's my you know learning of the day. NASA is getting back to space things. Oh, I'll go back. Our dogs get eaten, but we're not calling anyone obese. Back to NASA. Yeah, that's fair. NASA's getting back to space things. This is big news. I'm super hard for NASA. You like NASA? I mean, like I just like space. That's fair. You can like space and and not be impressed with what NASA's done over the past few years. Fair. Are you I, in on Mars? I agree still? with that. I'm in on Mars. Oh my dude, Mars is boring. Well, I want Mars to be like part of the space stuff. Like, I also want you right. to be like leave leave the galaxy. Fair. You right. know, do something like that. I'm so in on it. You're, I'm so in on yeah, space. I'm, I'm space in on space too. But like, that's my my thing with this is it's great that NASA's getting back to space things. Yeah. But basically, Trump came out and said we're sending NASA back out to space, which honestly is the first thing I've ever agreed with. That was the first words out of his mouth of agreed. Yeah. With. But then he said, we're going back to the moon and we're putting people on Mars. And it's, can we set the bar any lower? This is the guy who sets the bar higher than anyone else right. in history. Like he would promise that. He would promise that we would be yeah. the greatest space nation that anyone's ever seen. Right. You can't imagine the strength of our space nation. Amazing. Right. But it's like. That was a tweet actually. Like it was. Oh shoot, did I copy that? Yeah. All right. Well, no one tell anyone. But it's insane. It's like, all right, we've already been the new the moon allegedly. Like that's not a cool thing anymore. Mars, like we sent remote control cars up there and they their batteries died. We just learned that the shit we thought was water on the surface is caused by wind. That's not water. That's a huge bummer. That's a yeah, right. Yeah. Everyone and like people are disappointed, but it's, and as far as I'm concerned, that ship sailed long ago. Like why are we why are you still worried about Mars? We just found another planet that might support life. Let's go there. Right. I'm I'm I am in on that. Good. I am in on let's like you have to continue. So I'm right. I, I don't know if I believe that 
we're ever actually going to live in space anywhere other than Earth. But I definitely get, like, I get hard at the idea of, like, pushing me the boundaries of exploration. Show me pictures of the abyss. Right. I, I will go wild for that. The moon is dead. Mars is dead. Bring us the abyss. Yep, I agree. A uh, woman is arrested. Oh, I missed. A uh, kid read 100 books in a night. Did you did you see that video? I saw it, and the sweetest part about it is his dad being like, you know what I learned from it? Like, you can you can achieve your wildest dreams. Yeah. My son taught me that. Yeah, it was great. And him celebrating after every 10 books. That was what I... I mean, the kids brought out a dance after 10 books. How many books do you think you're going to read this year? That's... Oh, so that's actually... I'll jump for... I mean, I'm, I'll actually say that for later. I don't know. I've been reading the same book for seven months. And maybe it's really boring, or maybe I didn't know how to... I didn't learn how to read. Yeah. The, the trick with looking at a book... Everyone assumes you're reading it. Yeah. No one is like, no one thinks you're Just looking at the binary thinking, God damn it. Right. How do I, how do I read this? Yeah, I'm stuck in the matrix and can't get out. Woman no. arrested for threatening to kill everyone on a flight after being stopped from smoking in the bathroom. I mean, I'll never be sick of like shitty airline stories. Like people freaking out on planes is my, is my, is my myth. Yeah. Yeah. True. Like I'll watch, if you send me a video, like a, a shitty camera video of someone yelling at a flight attendant, no disrespect to flight attendants. Like, I just love that. I love that. Yeah. It's Because like, when you're there, it means you're totally at your last straw. Like, that's where people break. It's like you're on True. this plane and something's happened to you and you flip. And that's why airplanes are great because they bring everyone much closer to their last straw. Yes, I, yes. You know, it's like I was on a flight recently and it, I was getting on the flight and I, we weren't even on the airplane yet. And a woman did something where she like cut in front of me and then like, verbally accosted someone and they said, you can't carry like a million bags onto the plane. Yeah. You have to consolidate them into two bags. And I thought... Like, this woman has already lost her mind. We haven't set foot on this aircraft yet. It just immediately, the smell, as soon as you set foot in it and you remember, oh, the ceiling's a little smaller than I remember, there's so... I'm always shocked by how many people fit on the airplane. Yeah. Like, it never looks like that many people at the gate. And I you agree. sit on the airplane and you think, oh my god, there are a thousand people on this airplane and I'm breathing their assholes. Can I ask you a question about that? Uh, yes. Do you think, it. is it that it's such a shitty experience that, like, you know, we never fit in the seats and then there's too many people and people are tired yes. and cranky? My other, my initial theory, my gut was like, or is it because everyone's a little afraid all the time? It's a combination. You think it's a combo? Yeah, it's like a fucking everyone's combo. Nervous that they're gonna right, die. no one wants to die uncomfortable. And that's what happens when you die in an airplane crashes. You are on an airplane assuming you're going to make it off. That's the only reason you're on there. No one is on an airplane. We'll get into this later. But no one's on an airplane because it's fun. Right. Everyone is on an airplane to get off the airplane in their destination. And no one wants to crash in a mountainside with their legs cramped up to their chests, yeah. hating the person in front of them. And I got to believe that even people who fly a lot always have one moment of like, oh, I could die in this flight. I have that every, yeah, every time I fly. I consider myself a really good flyer, but every right. time I'm like, oh. Right. I've been accepting it more recently. Me too, which is like, right. this happens, it happens. Right, like, when I'm landing, I'm like, yeah. I might as well, I, if I die, it might as well be right. this way. Everyone has a split second where landing gear goes, and you're like, was that the right noise? Yeah, no one has landed, I don't think any pilot has truly landed successfully in several years. Yeah. Back to the story, there's only a couple things you're not allowed to do in an airplane. That's not true. There's a lot of things. Yes. Two of the big things, you can't smoke in a bathroom, and you can't threaten to kill everyone. Yeah. I also, mean, those are pretty much the two. Those are pretty much things. the big, the biggest things. Well, and the thing is, like, as you said, you're at your last straw. On an, like, I don't know, in a restaurant, if someone isn't allowed to smoke in the bathroom and then threatens to kill everyone, I don't think that person is actually going to kill everyone. On an airplane, the line is so thin between, right. between being like you've been pushed. You don't have to get pushed that much further to actually try to kill everyone. Uh, guys are arrested for dragging a shark to death through the ocean. I'll start. I mean, this is yeah, just the dumbest. Do. It's just the dumbest idea in the world. Yeah. I mean, you can do this. I don't agree with it. Animal cruelty is terrible. I don't like sharks, but I really like, you don't shouldn't like be, sharks. Shouldn't be cruel to animals. Exactly. If you do this, you have agreed to never set foot in the ocean again. Yeah. Your face is the poster that sharks slap on the way out 
to play the big game. Right. They hit. They, they hit, hit the big the, game. You yeah. know, like young Can't sharks. That guy. Young sharks are being interviewed post first kill yeah. and saying like, I want to make it to the big leagues. I want those guys. Like you, there is a shark shadowing you everywhere you go. You don't fuck. I don't. I just don't understand it. What a crappy way to kill a shark. Yeah, there are definitely cooler ways to kill a shark. Yeah, a drag. Like that's like trying to kill a, a human by like making it run for too long. Right. Like, it would take a while. Right. Well, they shot, they, first, they shot it first. They shot it first, and then they just dragged it. I thought they just dragged it until it died. No, I think they shot it, and they dragged it, and they videotaped it. Yeah. They humiliated the Assholes. shark. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very slow to ever say anyone deserves to get eaten by a shark. And I, and these guys deserve it, and are most likely of anyone ever to get eaten It'd by be shark. poetic justice. It'd be, it will be. I yeah. tell you, like... they're gonna. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you've doomed yourself to this. Seven dogs were rescued from a dog farm in South Korea, and at least three of them were golden retrievers. And I, for one... Didn't know that you ate golden retrievers. Did you know this? No. I assumed it was like the... Yeah. I I the trash the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Like I said this in the blog. Not saying that any dog deserves to get eaten. No more. No dog No dog should get, get eaten. But there is a big difference between eating a dog you find in a trash pile and eating Air Bud. Oh, yeah. For you sure. know? Like, that's just... I don't know. Those, those, are, those are not dogs for eating. This goes back to what we were talking about last week, which is just like... Dogs are just... You just can't fuck with dogs. Right. Ever. Right. Eat a kid before you eat a dog. No, I think so. Right. Or at least like... Right. I, it's more believable to me. Totally. I think a kid would catch on that you were going to eat it earlier than a dog would catch on that you were going to eat it. Yeah. Like a kid not, has a better yeah. shot at running away, defending itself. Like we've trained dogs to be nice and like let us do things to them. Well, in Golden Retrievers, speaking of like domesticating, these dogs have a, uh, unfortunately have a lifespan of like eight to ten years. That is the perfect evolutionary amount of time to get your kid from like being kind of a snot-nosed six-year-old yeah, to, to being like a 16-year-old kid. It's your something. best friend for 10 years and then it dies. Like yeah. that, if that's not designed by evolution, I don't know what is. So that's a, that's another great theory. I love that. Yeah. So don't eat golden retrievers. They're not for eating. They're for playing. And don't eat kids either. <laughs> don't you're right. Okay. Fair enough. Take a stand for once. Uh, I just want to have a quick moment, say farewell to my R first blog fodder, Roy Moore. Um, I have to find a new idiot to write about. Yeah. Oh, you'll find one, I'm sure. So. Um, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I'll leave it at that. I'm very pleased. I'm smirking yeah, over here in King's right. Face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, smirk, smirk away. Uh, this is our last quick hit of the week. Were airplanes more fun before in-flight movies? There is an article in CNN that argued that they were. Fake news. Yeah, it is fake news. That's what I'll call them, man. It's fake news. Airplanes are not fun. Um, we're on an Irrational Fear of the Week, uh, one of our favorite segments. Yep. Man, looking at all these, I think the big ones is I'm really afraid that I won't read 100 books between now and when I die. Yeah, I think I'm probably most afraid of eating a dog by accident. I would also be really afraid that I'll eat a golden retriever accidentally. Yeah. Hey, happy Hanukkah, by the way. Oh, thank you. Just wanted to make that thank public. You. Yeah, happy Hanukkah, everyone. Yeah. And are you trying to look good in front of me like you're really aware yeah, of the Jewish it's, holiday? Yeah. It's, it's great. I saw you look it up on your phone. I did. <laughs> Uh, we're doing a new section this week called In My Brain of the Week. And this is something that has just been stuck in our brain all week and we can't shake it. Uh, Nick, take it away. There's that bullied kid, Kenton. Is his name Kenton? I can't remember his name. Keaton? There's a kid, it's viral. It's going around. People are talking about this kid who gets bullied. And celebrities keep inviting him to movie premieres, which is super nice and it's a great story. But what's really getting me going is that Mark Ruffalo, who maybe I follow on Twitter keeps inviting him to the Avengers Infinity War premiere, and I, I haven't seen that there's been any acceptance, but then Chris Evans is also inviting him to the Avengers Infinity War premiere. That's a lot of invites. And they're seemingly not seeing that each other is doing this, and Mark keeps being like, I'm Keaton, I'm so, I'm your buddy, I'm so proud of you. I'd be honored if you came to Avengers Infinity War, and there's like three versions of that. Um, oh, oh, 
Oh, God. Okay, it looks like we're getting a call. Hi. You're calling the Keegan Dufty Hour, starring the Week Boys. Uh, starring Keegan and Nick. Uh, who's calling? Uh, hey, uh, this is Scott Ackerman. Oh, hey, Scott. Wow, Scott, Scott Comedy Ock- Bang Bang. That's the, are, yeah. you, are you the star of Comedy Bang Bang? Yeah, that's me. Wow, well, I don't know how you heard about our podcast, but we're really psyched that you called in. Yeah, no, I've been hearing some, some buzz around the water coolers. This is a big break. This is huge for us. Um, it, well, good job drinking water, Scott. The way this goes is you're going to guess a... Try to guess the first digit of my social security number. Is that right, Nick? Yep, that's correct. So, yeah, try guess away, Scott. Uh, you know, you seem like a seven. Mm, no, bye, Scott. Bye, Scott. Pretty cool. Wow, Scott Ackerman. That's great. Well, and that was uh, uh, viewer favorite, uh, listener favorite section of the week. Uh, try to steal Keegan's identity. Yep, we're no closer, unfortunately. Back to In My Brain of the Week. Either way, I'm just saying, like, they need to talk to each other about... You're getting rejected. I just can't right. stop thinking about you it. You can't get rejected. And, like, I'll give in. No one should bully. Yeah. Not a good luck to get... Bullying's bad. Not to get... Not good luck to get rejected by, like, the bully kid. And this isn't even funny. It's just true. Like, I right. think it's... I think it's really weird to see, like, Mark Ruffalo just continuously Fair. berating this child right. to come with him to see a movie. Well, at some point, the kids gotta. These spots are gonna go to a hot girl at some point, so the kids gotta speak up. Would you oh, go with Mark yeah. Ruffalo or Chris Evans? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I agree. No offense to Chris Evans. I mean, right. Some offense to Chris Evans. Mark Ruffalo's way cooler. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is a much cooler guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, On to our next favorite section of the week. It is room tone. Please hold your cars for thirty seconds. I just realized the fan is on in here, so that section is ruined. Yeah. So, Nick, next time when I tell you to fucking prepare your room for I recording. Should, I should have turned the heat turn off. Everything I'm off. sorry. Turn the heat off. That, It'll that, be better next God. week, I swear. Right. Well, I don't even want to do this next section. Hey, well, thanks. That was our show. We didn't start the clock on time today, so I actually don't know how much time we have left in this hour. Um, do you want to do some reading out loud, or do you think we should let the people go? Let's let them have some time back. Okay. I, we know we know they yeah. locked out an hour to listen. That's but true. It's like... It's it's only right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, hey, this was the Keegan Duffy Hour starring the Week Boys. That's us, Keegan and Nick. Thanks again for listening this week. And uh, tune in again soon. Can't wait to see you. Miss you already. Okay, yeah, we miss you too. Bye-bye.